And now, from the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Just see those sleigh bells jingling, ring, tingle, tingling, too. Hello and uh, holiday greetings from all of us here at the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi and welcome to today's show. We're only two weeks out to Christmas, but today we'll be exploring all the major wine categories to find wines you can buy this week. They will be in the store. Uh, and we're happy to uh, help you out with your selections for entertaining on the holiday or last-minute gifts, whatever you're looking for. And the way we're going to do it is we're going to talk to Jeffrey Moss today, MW and Principal at Lithica Wine Marketing, and he is going to uh, take over the red wine category and share his uh, top picks with us. Rob, Robert Stemelchuk, he's the wine director at Mott 32. He's going to talk holiday rosés. DJ Kearney, who is a National uh, Wine Awards judge, is uh, going to present an electric list of white wines uh, that you should consider for the holidays. And up next, top value champagne and some sparkling wines for the holidays with Gizmondi on Wine Editor and sparkling wine specialist, Tree Ring. Okay, I'm Anthony Gizmondi. Thanks for joining us, and we are set to go. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gizmondi. Take your wine appreciation to the next level and become a rebel. Welcome to the Rebel Club at Liber Farm and Winery. As a Rebel member, you'll enjoy a regular shipment of exemplary Liber wines for your cellar, along with complimentary tastings and VIP treatment at the winery and more. And with the ease and convenience of online ordering, your wine will be shipped straight to your door. Discover more at LiberFarm.com. Simply great wines. As someone who is starting or adding to their wine or spirits collection, you recognize your choice of a reputable supplier is paramount. As the only auction in Canada dedicated to fine wines and spirits, Iron Gate Auctions offers buyers a safe, inexpensive way to initiate or enhance their collections. They're experts in the field, and all of their offerings are meticulously sourced from private sellers across Canada. To find out more, visit irongateauctions.com. The legend lives on. Three Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature. A bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name. Three Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Claude du Soleil makes wines that speak of the Similkameen soil where their grapes are grown and the souls of the people who call this valley their home. Winemaker Michael Clark and his team specialize in wines that blend Bordeaux grape varieties with their unique mountainous terroir. The result is wines that are elegant, ageable, and authentic. Clos du Soleil, wild places, soulful wines. Available at clodusoleil.ca and fine restaurants and wine stores near you. From the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and when you walk down the street, say hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show across British Columbia. Only two weeks to go before Christmas, so uh, 
plenty of time to still get out there and shop, but be warned, uh, wines are disappearing and they will not be restocked uh, before the holidays are over. So the sooner you get out there, the better. And today, that's what we've planned. Several segments about wines we loved this year and that we think you uh, should buy if you want to enjoy the holiday season with some decent wines. So Treve Ring joins us now. Of course, Treve is the editor at uh, GizmaniOnWine.com and a world traveler and an expert in sparkling wine and champagne, and that will be her topic today. Treve, welcome to the show. Thank you, Anthony. Always a pleasure. Great to have you. Uh, we just wrapped up in our publishing both. We published a sparkling wine, your sparkling wine report last week at uh, Gizmoni on Wine, and the champagne report is out tomorrow. Uh, maybe just a quick overview about sparkling wine. Where, where is it at? Sure. Yeah, well, it's strong. It is uh, rising quickly, and uh, it seems like people cannot get enough of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Sales uh, are rising worldwide, and Canada is keeping pace. Um, and that's all across the board, with from champagne to prosecco and everything in between. Yeah, and it, it seems like there's enough champagne in the market. Like there was some talk that maybe there'd be a shortage, but it seems like there's enough to to spread around. I think the thing is, for certain champagnes, if you're set on getting an exact cuvee or an exact producer, it might be a little mm. bit trickier. You know, yeah. like a lot of people want the classic names. So I think, if anything, this year it's a good um, time to experiment and try some new things. Sure. Okay, well, that's why we have you here. Uh, so let's start with the champagne and uh, give us some ideas about perhaps what uh, what's out there. I know that uh, you've been looking at least uh, for wines that are either in uh, government stores in BC or, or in private wine shops. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, like you say, there's still quite a lot of selection. Um, I always love to, uh, of course, talk about grower champagne and explain to people that might just think champagne is all one big giant brand, that it's nothing like that at all. I mean, yes, we have the big houses. There's about 300 of them, and they produce, you know, they control 90% of the the vineyard land in Champagne, uh, the region in in France. But, of course, there's almost like 16,000 little growers, and uh, quite a few of them make champagne for themselves and, you know, just a little bit from from their holdings. And it's really great to to taste these grower champagnes because they're very much of a single place. You know, it's of this farmer's field. Right. And um, so the first champagne I'd like to talk about yep. and recommend is uh, Pierre Jumenet Aces, a small grower uh, in the Blanc de Blanc area. And Cui is the village that um, they're from. Third generation grower and producer. And this is a lot of the, the same story for, for grower champagnes. A lot of them are handed down. Um, from parent to child over generations. So now it's Didier and his brother Olivier taking care of the estate. Um, you know, their children are now involved, and um, they're making really interesting site-specific champagnes from their, their village based in Cui. Yeah, um, so, you, so you're recommending a Blanc de Blanc? Uh, yeah, a Blanc and, de Blanc. It's a beautiful aperitif style. Yeah, this um, would be all Chardonnay, Rose. right? Yeah, yeah Blanc, Blanc de Blanc, entirely Chardonnay. Okay. Sure. And the rosé? Uh, the rosé, um, because the, the Jimenez are focused on uh, Chardonnay, the rosé has just a splash of still red wine blended in. You know, Champagne is one of the regions that can blend white and red wine to make a rosé. Um, right. So they make a beautiful, very elegant, tight, finessed, lifted, basically like a, a, a pink 
um, pink Chardonnay almost. Yeah. But very crisp and racy, um, both beautiful aperitif styles. And um, like I say, lovely to support the growers when you can. Okay. Pierre Jiminy, that was our first one of Blanc de Blanc and Rosé. Now what? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't want to also be negative about the champagne houses. They're incredibly important, and a lot of them are really um, proponents of pushing forward positive viticulture in champagne. Um, One label, one big house that we all know probably is L'Instant. You know, they've been around for a very, very long time, and they've just recently released uh, an organic uh, green label champagne using certified organic vineyards in the Marne Valley. Um, So this is a new project for them. They're focusing a lot on, you know, organics and um, responsible viticulture. Uh, And it's available in the BC liquor stores for about $100 or so. And it's a blend of Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier, and Chardonnay, obviously the three top grapes of Champagne. Yeah, it's quite a delicious wine. Uh, okay, next up, people ask me all the time about Dom Perignon, such a famous name, and, uh, and you know, the, the mm-hmm. vintage. So where are we at with Dom? Which vintage is in the market? And what can you tell people about Dom that they should know? Okay, well, I mean, it might be the most classic of the classics of Champagne. I mean, Dom Perignon is the 17th century Benedictine monk who is said, you know, by legend, to have invented sparkling wine. Right. Um, you know, how much of that is, is beautiful legend and how much of that is truth. We're not going to talk about that now, but it's the prestige cuvee of Moet and Chandon, and it is certainly splurge-worthy. Um, mm. Currently in market in BC is 2012, newly to the, um, to the market, and it's such an incredible vintage. All the vintage champagnes from 2012 are ones to look for. It's yeah. known as a solar vintage, a lot of warmth, a lot of heat, not a lot of issues with frost or hail or rot. Um, yep. And it's just such a beautiful classic vintage. Uh, I've just tasted the 2012 last month. I'm so impressed. And it's um, 10 years old, so, so it's, it's already got yeah. some age on it, too, which is fantastic. Absolutely. They've done all the work for us, so it's just ready for you to drink right now. But it's, okay. having said that, this is a wine that will last in your cellar, too. Really impressive. Yeah. Uh, how about a rosé? Yeah, you know, again, classics are great. Like, I love to have the Laurent Perrier rosé um, every year around this time. It's like the world's top-selling rosé champagne for a reason. Uh, it's, again, available in the BC liquor stores. Very distinctive bottle shape. You know, it's a little bit squat and, yeah. and quite pretty. Um, and it's entirely Pinot Noir from Montagne de France and mostly Grand Cru fruit. Got great prestige and, you know, it spent five years on leaves. Again, it's ready for drinking right now. And with rosé champagne, you can really take on a lot more different styles of food, a lot more proteins, mm. a lot more main course food, especially, you know, turkey. That would work. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Okay, well, uh, champagne is one uh, kind of sparkling wine. Uh, many people are familiar with sparkling wine in B.C. We've had quite a resurgence, not a resurgence, but a generation of new sparkling wine producers. So maybe just quickly run through some of the names people could look for here in B.C. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like you say, it's so impressive, the sparkling wines coming out of Canada as a whole, but definitely here in the West. I mean, we have the classic Blue Mountain Gold label, which I think has to be up there with one of BC's top wines of all time for consistency, yeah. affordability, availability. Um, it's just so uh, consistent and so great. Um, so definitely keep an eye out for the Blue Mountain Gold label. Yep, um, totally agree there. About, yeah, about $28, really a fantastic yeah, price. Yeah, incredible. 
Incre- yeah. And made, you know, in the same way as champagne, like just put yep. it out there. Same grapes, same method, you know, just in a different part of the world. So do check that out. Um, of course, we've got Haywire and, and the folks at Okanagan Crush Pad and their incredible bub sparkling program. And now, yep. you know, the vintage bub where they're holding it back for us. I'm releasing the wine, you know, with a few years um, time on the uh, extra on the development. Lees. Yep. On the lease. So that's really impressive. Um, and then you've got folks like uh, Bella in uh, Naramata who make a range of sparkling wines, only sparkling wines. This husband and wife team, Jay and Wendy Drysdale, they're so geeky and focused. That's all they do. And they do single vineyards. Um, Around the Okanagan, they're using only Chardonnay and only Gamay to try and uh, see what the different terroirs will bring to these grapes. Um, and a range of styles, like I mentioned, from pet nuts through to traditional method with you yeah. know, many, many years on leaves. So worth seeking out, Bella, for sure. Yeah, well done. Uh, I mean, well, there's, there's so many other options, right? So many options yeah, out absolutely. there today. Like in Italy, what, very quickly, what can you tell us about Franciacorta? Why should we look at that wine? Well, everyone knows about Prosecco from Italy, of course. Um, and that's great. And there's some fantastic Proseccos, uh, serious Proseccos on our market. But, you know, people look over Franciacorta. And again, it's made in the traditional method, like champagne. Right. There's a brand new producer uh, just to our market in the last couple of months called 1701 Franciacorta. And they're the first and so far only certified biodynamic producer in the region, doing fantastic things. Um, currently, the wines are only available in private stores, but they're absolutely worth seeking out, like dry, serious, food-worthy um, mm-hmm. wines. Really, really impressive. Um, but yeah. I mean, sparkling wines made everywhere around the world now. It's it's uh, a part of life of so many cultures. Yeah. Treve, uh, we're almost out of time. I guess I, I would just mention that w- what you're talking about is that so many people, especially young people, uh, are familiar with how these wines are made now. And in, you know, it was a time when no one made it. They just deferred to the French and to Champagne. And now everybody's taking a run at it. Even in England, uh, they're making some yeah. outstanding wines. Uh, down Absolutely. in, in uh, Nova Scotia, outstanding wines too. So uh, it's a great... Uh, it's a great category to follow, and Treve is a great one to watch. She tastes uh, hundreds of these wines a year and publishes all her notes at Gismondi on Wine, and you can find them all there this week, the latest reviews from Treve Ring. Treve, thanks so much for joining us today. It's a real pleasure to talk to you and to talk about uh, something that you really love, sparkling wine. <laughs> I do. Thanks so much, Anthony. Thank you. That was Tree Ring. She's the editor at GizmaniaOnWine.com and a specialist in champagne and sparkling wine with hundreds of reviews on that site that you'll uh, want to check out. They're available 24-7 at GizmaniaOnWine.com. Coming up next, DJ Kearney. She's a panel leader at the National Wine Awards and someone who loves white wine. We're going to talk about a whole selection of different white wines for the holidays with DJ. Don't forget, you can listen to the show live and weekly on the radio or on demand on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Anthony Gismondi, and happy holidays. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. 
Discover the best wines for wintertime at Save On Foods. Cozy sweaters, movie marathons, hearty home-cooked meals. Find wines that pair perfectly with the season. At Save On Foods, there are more than 1,300 BC VQA wines all in one place. Plus, when you pick up any four bottles, get 10% off your purchase. There's something special about winter and wine. Get set for the season at Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. With 22 locations, find yours at saveonfoods.com. From mountain adventures and Okanagan wine, experience Penticton this holiday season. Visit one of over 80 nearby wineries with an intimate winter wine tasting. You can also sample local ice wines or pick up a holiday gift pack, basket, or even a case of wine. Can't make it in? Shop online and have the wine shipped right to your house. Before you go to Penticton, make sure to check the website for information on wine tours, tasting room hours, and highway conditions. And for more trip inspiration, go to visitpenticton.com. Discover the good life right in your own backyard. Destination, the Watermark Beach Resort in beautiful Asuyus. Featuring spectacular views of Asuyus Lake, walking distance to shops, plus dining at the Watermark's very own 15 Park Bistro. And make sure to book your spring and summer travel now to avoid disappointment at the South Okanagan Resort that defines easy living. Visit watermarkbeachresort.com for full details and keep up to date on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The legend lives on. Three-Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature, a bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name, Three-Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. Attention winers and diners. Happy Hour at the Modest Butcher is back. Stop in for $5 wine, beer, and savings on craft cocktails and tasty bites every day from 2 till 5 p.m. during Modest Happy Hour. But wait, there's more. Tommy and Tannen Tuesdays are also making a comeback. Get your first bottle of select Mount Boucherie wine for just 5 bucks when you order their juicy tomahawk ribeye with all the fixings every Tuesday night. The Modest Butcher at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery. ModestButcher.com And now, from the Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia Studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. We're simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Hello, British Columbia, and welcome to the show. And a shout-out to all 20 stations on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Uh, We are proudly aired in markets across British Columbia each week, including Vancouver and Victoria in the south and all the way to Fort Nelson and Fort St. John in the north. Our first guest today is DJ Kearney. She's the director of wine at the Terminal City Club, wine educator and judge. DJ, great to have you on today. It's great to be here, Tony. Cheers. Uh, are coming. They are, and there's no one better to talk to about holiday uh, wines, entertaining wines than you. And I thought you could do a great job on white wines, which are often overlooked at this time of the year. So why don't we uh, go through the list and quickly let people know what they should be buying? Absolutely. You know, someone famous once said, wine's first duty is to be read. Well, I would like to counter that with some amazing value wine selections. You know, wine's greatest strength is diversity, and I've chosen a list that goes around the world. Um, I love freshness. I love expression. I love clarity. I love interest in white wines. And also, when I think about this season that's coming up, I want refreshment. 
So the first one I chose is something from Portugal. It's of the, the Vinho Verge, as they say in Portugal, Vinho Verde, we all say here. It's a Maria Bonita. It's made primarily from the Lorero grape. And, you know, it's 18 bucks a bottle. You can find it widely. And it's just refreshing. You know, you've had a walk outside, you're cooking, you need something to sip or splash into your sauce. This is it. So from Portugal, the great styles uh, from the coast of Vinho Verde. How do you like okay. that for starters? <laughs> I like that. Nice and fresh and uh, food friendly too. And uh, it's and, and, and very uh, affordable too. Just under $18 and in 70 stores. So that's great. It is great, and Portugal is the place where I always go for great value. Now, another wine style that's overlooked all the time is from the Southern Rhone Valley. You know, we all know the beautiful, soul-warming Côte du Rhone reds, Grenache, Syrah blends with others, but the whites are overlooked, and man, are they good, textured, savory. I love the one from Gabriel Mestre, uh, the Côte du Rhone Blanc, it's um, a buck under $20. It's yeah. got Grenache and Roussin and Claret and and, uh, and Marsan. And it's just, it's botanical. It's interesting. It's not a fruit bomb. It's kind of a stony, savory bomb. <laughs> Full of texture. And I, I know you're a big fan of that wine as well. You also know, Tony, how much I love Chenin Blanc. Uh-huh. Um, when it's well made and I love the French ones but there's a great one in a lot of stores um, or maybe it's just BCLDB but it is the Protea Chenin Blanc uh, it's from a great great producer called uh, Anthony Rupert and it's 18 bucks a bottle and first of all it looks gorgeous this is a hostess gift the, the bottle is clear glass and it's got white petals on it. It has a twist-off cork, which is really interesting closure. And the juice inside is just really delicious, Shannon. It's dry, but it's got, you know, melons, a hint of tropical, beautiful acidity. And I'm a big fan of the, of the white Shannon from Protea. You'll like it. I mean, everyone will like it. It's just so pretty in the bottle. Our guest is DJ Kearney. She's the director of wine at the Terminal City Wine Club. She's a wine educator and judge as well, and she's talking about uh, her top value wine picks for the holidays. So can we go from Calif- from uh, South Africa to California? Okay. It's about 19,000 kilometers away, <laughs> but a wine that never ceases to surprise me when I taste it, and I use this a lot in teaching is Wente Morning Fog Chardonnay. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's, it, it's everywhere, and it's been around always. The Wente family pioneered Chardonnay in California, and it's $22, and I just want people to taste it all over again. It's just, it's so precise, it's fresh, it's crisp, it's better than ever, and it just reminds you, you know, California grows more Chardonnay even than the French and it reminds you just how they nail it in the Sunshine State. Yeah, and I, you know, I think sometimes we forget about California when we look at wines. You know, we're all, you know, we want to go everywhere else. But really, some of these traditional cool places like in Livermore, where this wine comes from, can really do a great job. Uh, okay, let's talk about BC. I know you've got one from there. <laughs> I do, and there's so many choices, and we, we support our wines so loyally, which is a beautiful thing. The wine, um, the winery that's been impressing me lately is Red Rooster. 
So they've had um, they've had a, a makeover. The labels are beautiful, and again, the wines are better than ever. Uh, Elaine Vickers is steering the ship, but you know she gets to pull on the the genius of Ross Wise, master of wine, who makes the great wines at Black Hills, mm. and uh, they're all part of the same family now. And boy, have I just seen these wines get tight and tidy and crisp and clean. I love their Pinot Gris. It's just over 20 bucks a bottle. And, you know, it's got a bit of Lee's work. And it's just, it's a richer style of Pinot Gris, but it's got BC's trademark acidity. So it's also nice and cleansing and, yeah. and pure. So I, I, I just love what they're doing. A great Semillon as well. And a great wine for appetizers. And again, uh, $20, $20 in 129 stores. So we'll get the list up for people so that they can uh, seek out these wines. Now, uh, Monte del Fraz on your list. They've been at the wine festival a couple of times now. Very interesting winery. Oh, it's so interesting. And you know, when years and years ago, when I, you and I used to judge the uh, Vancouver Magazine, um, a wine wards. This was always showing up as uh, one of the you know best light white wines. So we go to the Veneto. Um, we're not far from that beautiful lake, Lago di Garda, and we've got an appellation called Bianca di Costosa, and it's it's a blend. It's largely led by Cortese, but there are a whole long list of interesting Italian whites that can be in it. It's been around forever, as you say, and it just when people try it, they're going to be drinking it forever. It's, uh, you know, it's dry and crisp, but it's so fascinating. It's a little nutty. It's got some fennel. It's got some nice lemony, apple fruit. And the fact that it's in 125 stores and it's from, uh, you know, a place where nobody tends to, you know, automatically go to. It's not a famous, uh, you know, appellation or, or um fancy pants winery but this wine delivers it's 25 bucks a bottle and uh, it's a wonderful food wine let's say you're doing some linguine vongole or some mac and cheese or uh, even some chicken it's just going to fit in and every time i drink this wine i'm just reminded (laughs) at what a little beauty it is yeah, and and people shouldn't be afraid of these grape names. Like we actually, we're just talking about delicious wine. So uh, grab a bottle, uh, you know, maybe do some reading afterwards, but just get yourself into the wine. Uh, this, uh, this is the next wine I want to talk about is the Omarine Pickpool because there's a wine that people should know more about. I know we drink a lot of it in the summer, but it's just it shows just as well uh, during uh, holiday parties. It does, it does, and it's um, this is a little appellation right down in the, the south of France. It's got um, limestone, which is a great terroir. It has some altitude, which keeps it nice and fresh, and we are right in the sunny Mediterranean. The producer is Ormarine. It's a beautiful green bottle, and the grape is Picpoule, which means the lip stinger. And the uh, the suggestion there is this wine is so tangy and tart, and <laughs> you know a wine so fresh it should be slapped. Yeah. And uh, it's you know we call it poor man's Chablis, and it's any time in the winter when you need something really refreshing and thirst quenching, or you've bought a tub of oysters at the market and you're going to pan fry them, or you've got some fresh oysters on the half shell. 
it's just yeah, so it's just fresh best. and clean. It just shocks yeah. people when they have it for the first time and they, they drink it to, you know, their, the end of their days. Twenty nineteen dollars a bottle and widely available. So or marine. Now, DJ, I, I'm not going to tell people when when you and I started in the wine business, but when we did, Bordeaux Blanc was a really important uh, white grape variety and one of the few uh, that people turn to. Uh, and you've got one on your list this year. I have. I love white Bordeaux. You know, if only one out of every five bottles in Bordeaux is white. And so it's not our go-to, but, you know, it always has existed as a, an amazing style of wine. Sauvignon, Semillon blends. I love the one that's been on the shelf for several, well, for a long time. I use it in teaching. It's from Clarondel. And this is the same family that owns a very, very special first growth estate. And the winemaking team um, bring their expertise to this little $36 Bordeaux Blanc. Semillon Sauvignon, beautiful bottle. It's, you know, this is a dinnertime wine for sure. It's got a touch of oak. It's rich. It's luscious. It has the great acidity that we get from those two grapes. And it's very elegant and finessed. So it's going to make you look good when you take Clarendel to a dinner party or a hostess gift or you just open a bottle yourself. It's, uh, it's got great pedigree, and uh, we should all drink more white Bordeaux. Well, Deej, that was a great list. I really enjoyed uh, the fact that they're all available, and uh, our listeners can go out and pick those up for the holidays. And uh, I just want to let them know that you're curating wine lists over at uh, Marquee Wine Cellars now. They can join a wine club and get monthly wines from you. Is that going well? It's going really well. We just launched it. Uh, tasting is 5 o'clock December 1st at the store. Discover with DJ. It really embodies everything that I care about in wine, which is you know, global, adventuresome, discovery, fearless access. Wow. DJ, thanks so much, and uh, have a great holiday. We'll talk to you uh, soon. I can't wait, Tony. Thanks so much. Cheers. Go Whites. Go Whites. That was DJ Kearney. She's a director of wine at the Terminal City Wine Club and wine educator and judge. There's plenty more coming up. Next, we'll speak with Robert Stelmachuk. He's the director of wine for Mott 32, who's going to tell us about top value rosés for the holidays. This is BC Food and Wine Radio. I'm Anthony Gismondi. Best of the season to you all. There's lots more still ahead. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Join BC Food and Wine Radio and Anthony Gismondi at the 44th Vancouver International Wine Festival, April 22nd to 30th at the Vancouver Convention Center. Tickets for the International Festival tastings featuring 152 wineries from 17 countries and highlighting South America go on sale December 14th. Stay, sip, and save. Get a free tasting ticket worth up to $129 when you book a downtown hotel via stayvancouverhotels.com. Details at vanwinefest.ca. Don't wine and drive. Take your wine appreciation to the next level and become a rebel. Welcome to the Rebel Club at Liber Farm and Winery. As a Rebel member, you'll enjoy a regular shipment of exemplary Liber wines for your cellar, along with complimentary tastings and VIP treatment at the winery and more. And with the ease and convenience of online ordering, your wine will be shipped straight to your door. Discover more at LiberFarm.com. Simply great wines. Today's real estate landscape is fast-paced and complex. Now more than ever, whether you're a buyer or a seller, it's vital to work with a professional real estate company like REMAX. 
Lean into their experience, local market knowledge, and connections. They are your market experts and are excited to help you make your dreams a reality. The right agents for today's market are at Remax with offices in Summerland, Penticton, and Asuyus. Call or visit them at YourSouthOkanaganHome.com. From mountain adventures and Okanagan wine, experience Penticton this holiday season. Visit one of over 80 nearby wineries with an intimate winter wine tasting. You can also sample local ice wines or pick up a holiday gift pack, basket, or even a case of wine. Can't make it in? Shop online and have the wine shipped right to your house. Before you go to Penticton, make sure to check the website for information on wine tours, tasting room hours, and highway conditions. And for more trip inspiration, go to visitpenticton.com. Gentle hills and secluded valleys, an ideal climate, and modern vineyard management. These are the foundations used to create Einzweiss Zero Sparkling Riesling from Lights. Made with the same grapes and care that go into their award-winning regular Rieslings, Einzweiss Zero captures the important natural aromas and remarkable properties of the terroir while still being refreshing, delicious, and absolutely alcohol-free. Einzweiss Zero Sparkling Riesling from Lights. For details, visit softcrush.ca. From our Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios, it's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. I'll be home for Christmas. You can plan on me. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Uh, two weeks out to Christmas. Today we're talking about a number of uh, categories of wine, white wines, red wines, sparkling wines, and uh, one of our favorites now, rosé. Uh, you can't go anywhere without people drinking rosé. And one of the biggest sellers of rosé is Robert Stelmachuk. He's the wine director at Mott 32. He joins us today. Robert, how are you? Oh, I'm great, Tony. Thanks so much for having me back on. Uh, so happy to have you on. Maybe very quickly, what, wh- why are we talking to you about rosé? You, you got something going on there at Mod 32. Well, we do. You know, we've, we've done a four-year annual rosé rickshaw that we usually launch sometime around Mother's Day, and it's a featured cart that I get to push up to every table, big ice bucket on it, and usually I feature about, oh, 15 or 20 different rosés, many by the bottle, several by the glass, but a wide range of styles for sure. Sparkling, champagne, um, light rosés, medium-bodied, um, and really fuller, richer-bodied rosés, which not a lot of people are familiar with. And no sweet rosés, though, usually. Just to kind no. of turn people out of the fact that rosés aren't always sweet. It's kind of a misnomer that people have to get used to. Yeah, and it's interesting because sometimes I would think of Chinese food as, as being spicy or have some heat in it, and I would like some sugar in my rosé, but uh, that's not the case, I guess. Well, you certainly can. Um, I just like to highlight the fact that you can also combat that kind of spice that you have in the food with acidity, too. And a lot of yeah. rosés have that brilliant balance of fresh acidity that keeps it lively and kind of on its toes. Right on. Well, you're on today for some picks for our listeners. Uh, I asked you to find something that's uh, somewhat widely available. What have you come up with? Well, I'm really excited. To, uh, I picked three different wines. Uh, one, I went retro one, I always want to promote something local as well because I love what the BC wine industry is doing here. Yep. Uh, starting with that pick, I went with Joie Winery, uh, Joie Farm Winery uh, yep. in the Okanagan there. They're located up in Naramata. Um, I love what they're doing with their rosé. It's always juicy and fresh and versatile for the table. But 
with the Schwab Farm in particular, one of the things that I love is they also do it in cans. And that's something that I'd love <laughs> to see everybody embrace at the retail level. I don't know that we're ready for it yet. I might test that out next season on the Rosé Rickshaw with doing some cans of Rosé, but we'll see how that goes. Oh, I, um, well, cans on the patio seem like a no-brainer. Absolutely. You know, we're finally doing beer. It's it's actually a better closure in a lot of ways for some things yeah. uh, like beer and, and wine. And in this case, Joie produces something that's really beach-friendly, table-friendly, sunshine friendly it really has that versatility across the table that i really enjoy as well love it love it 2021 24.99 a bottle i just looking at the dim sum menu what what would you just pull off the menu to go with a joie rosé you know if we were doing dim sum specifically with this we do this would go great with our classic siumai with a a beer pork shoulder soft poached quail egg inside little truffle on top uh, that wow. would certainly go well. Also, our dim sum chef is doing this new crab and egg white dim sum uh-huh. with fish roe and gold leaf. That's brilliant with this. <laughs> okay, I'm, I, I just want to be there right now. Uh, <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. Okay. So, Joie 2021 Rosé. What's up next? Uh, next, I went something retro because it took me back a little bit. It was the very first rosé wine that I ever had. And that's Matus. We're going to Portugal. You know, 1942, Matus started uh, with this flask-shaped, box butel shaped bottle and has a little tiny spritz to it. Yeah. One of the things that's unique is that a 750-mil bottle is $11.99 in the PCLDB stores. But a 1.5, a two-bottle size, is only eighteen ninety nine. I don't know who screwed up that pricing, but it's something to take advantage of for sure, especially through the holidays if you're entertaining. You want to take a bigger bottle. It goes with your charcuterie boards, a whole myriad of different hors d'oeuvres you can do with it. Um, there's a lot going on with this wine, and it's got a little more delicate prettiness to it. Yeah, what a great pick. And I guess uh, sometimes when going retro, like going back to these old famous labels, these are not the wines they made in the 50s. I mean, they're the wine, but the the wine growing and the wine making is so much better today that, that this product is, is nothing like the old Matus. Absolutely. I mean, Matus didn't have the greatest reputation, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, but they found a way to embrace technology and use that to their advantage, but somehow keep the costs very attractive and affordable for everybody and a famous sommelier like robert stemichek from uh (laughs) mott 32 is recommending it so wow good for them i dare you to try it (laughs) i will i love it i I have been trying it i think it's a it's a terrific pick okay well what else have you got now that was interesting uh, the other thing that I've been buying from the BCLEB is the Crudo Rosato from uh, Sicily in Italy. And it's uh-huh. made from a grape that I'm really fond of, especially in the red version called Norello Mascalese. So a lot of people are, well, what is that like? And there has a lot of similarities to Pinot Noir, but I often describe it to guests as Norello Mascalese being its kind of low-down, rebellious brother that's a bit more earthy and rustic. Uh, more uh-huh. floral notes in this wine, more of that pink grapefruit currants, more of that tart rhubarb cranberry fruit to it instead of that juiciness. Yep. Um, and you can pull this off with dishes that are a bit richer, maybe something out of the oven, even lighter roasted meats and, and creamed pastas and whatnot. Yeah, so that that was fantastic. Uh, 
uh, Robert. So, of course, we're talking with Robert Stelmachuk. He's the wine director at Mott 32 in Vancouver, and he's taking us from Portugal to Italy to the Naramata bench in a very short order. Uh, just fantastic. Hey, Robert, while we have you, because I know that uh, people, after a while, all this cooking and work and uh, everything that goes into the holidays, sometimes they just want to lay back and uh, order in. What can you tell us about pairing, uh, you know, on a general sense, matching up Chinese food with, with wine? What, what, like, can we throw out all the, all the old stuff and bring in something new? Absolutely. That's a great question. I, I love that. And that's one of the things I'm excited to be able to do on the floor every night at Mott 32 here in Vancouver is being able to turn people's perception of what they think they know about wine, which may work if you can come in and have sweet Rieslings and Pinot Noirs. And we have great examples of those from around the world. But there are so many other things that go with this food. The food is way more complex. It's not just spicy. And we do a communal table. All the food that you order at Mott will be on the table. So at one time, you might have a dish that's cold, something warm, something spicy, something with a lot of umami character to it. So when it comes to wines, you know, looking for the versatility in wine is something that's fun. I, I have a lot of success with some great Beaujolais, yeah. uh, unoaked Grenache from Spain, uh, Tempranillos, things like Nerello Mascalese. Um, there's so many things that go across it. And then when it comes to whites, you can do that. Um, as I mentioned earlier, you can you can combat spice with, with sweet, but I love doing it with, uh, with acidity as well. I know last time I was on the show, we talked about the brilliance of the secret weapon wine in, that you can find in Chianti Classico because it has yeah. natural, that natural zip acidity to it. Yep. Um, that can go with so many things out of the out of the Chinese kitchen. It's really quite amazing. Yeah, Sangiovese and Gamay, those are two wines we probably never looked at before that could be that that really seem to to sink in well with Chinese food. Yeah, it has a myriad of uses on the table and it can really set things up from heavier, richer dishes to lighter, more delicate dishes. So yeah. there's a lot that you can do with that. And, and, you know, and I do work a lot with rosé. One of the things that I like to make sure people know about rosé is it's not a summertime drink only. It's a year-round no. beverage that has so much more going for it. I just want to add one rosé to the list. I'm just in love with the Unsworth rosé at the moment. It's just a, it's a shockingly good wine from Vancouver Island. Uh, it, it just shows so much promise in w what we may be able to get out of the island in the coming decade. I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's a brilliant bottle, and I'm glad you mentioned that one, too. Uh, listen, Robert, uh, before we let you go, what what's going on at Mott 32 for the holidays? Can people get in? Do they need reservations? When are you open? What, what's happening? Uh, great question. So we do lunch Thursday to Sunday from 1130 till 230. Uh, dinner every night, we're open at 5 o'clock. Uh, Fridays and Saturdays, we run a little bit later till 10.30, but normally we, we, uh, we end around 10. Reservations always recommended. December is incredibly busy. Give us a call. You can text the restaurant your reservation request now as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, reservations, we always like to know you're coming so we can plan ahead and staff accordingly and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, there are some spots open. I know the 24th and 5th of December, we're doing three different seatings for those periods. I think nighttime is uh, 5, 7, 9, something like that. Uh, same with New Year's Eve will be credible. And then we're gearing up for the Lunar New Year at the end of January, which is going to be insanity. Yeah, crazy. Robert, uh, real pleasure to talk to you. All the best for the holiday season. And thanks so much for your uh, rosé recommendations today on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. 
You're so welcome. I can't. I appreciate it so much, Tony. Great chatting with you. Thank you, Anthony. You're welcome. That was Robert Stalamachuk. He's the wine director of Mott 32 in Vancouver. You can find them at mott32.com online uh, to check out the menus. Up next, Jeffrey Moss, Master of Wine and Lithica Wine Marketing. He joins us with his red wine list for the holidays. And we are available live weekly on the radio and on demand on all the major podcast stations. I'm Anthony Gismondi. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi. The Inn at Therapy Vineyards invites you to get away for a luxurious retreat experience. Modern rooms overlooking the vineyards and Lake Okanagan set the tone for a relaxing and refreshing stay on the Naramata bench. Relax on your patio, soak in the hot tub, and enjoy a guided tasting experience in the Therapy Vineyards wine shop. Book your room or order Therapy Vineyards award-winning wines and have them delivered to your door at therapyvineyards.com. Because everyone needs a little therapy. Relax in the beautiful and peaceful South Okanagan this holiday season. Discover fantastic wine, enjoy festive events and offers, pick up some holiday gifts, or sample some South Okanagan ice wine from over 180 of BC's finest wineries. From Summerland's Bottleneck Drive to the Naramata Bench, to Okanagan Falls and Skaha Lake's Heart of Wine Country, right down to Oliver Asoyu's Wine Country. Before you go, look for community information, wine regions, and more trip inspiration at visitsouthokanagan.com. The legend lives on. Three Finger Jack roamed the rugged, lawless gold country wilderness along the east ridge of Lodi in Old California, searching relentlessly for riches. The gold may be gone, but this wine, grown in the land where Jack rode, pays tribute to his outlaw nature, a bold Cabernet Sauvignon, truly worthy of that legendary name, Three Finger Jack, outlaw by nature. Discover the legend at a BC liquor store near you or visit threefingerjack.com. The most exciting club in the Okanagan is Summer Hills Organic Wine Club. When you become a member, you'll receive 24 bottles per year of sommelier-curated organic wines. Enjoy preferred pricing and free delivery. Plus, members earn double gratitude points, which gives 20% of each order back in your pocket. Get insider information on Summer Hill's new releases and special events. Enjoy the flavors of Summer Hill. Join the Organic Wine Club at summerhill.bc.ca. From our Save on Foods Wines of British Columbia studios... It's BC Food and Wine Radio. Now, here's Anthony Gismondi. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Had a very shiny nose and if you ever Hello, BC, and welcome back to, to our uh, special holiday edition of the BC Food and Wine Radio Show, where we're uh, selecting wines for you to entertain with, wines that you can actually find in uh, probably in uh, the best uh, large size government stores, but also in private wine shops. Our next guest is Jeffrey Moss. Uh, he's an MW, a Master of Wine, and of course, uh, he is the principal of Lithica Wine Marketing out of Penticton. But today we catch up with him. Uh, at the border, he's going to uh, Baja, California, in Mexico to check out some wines. Jeff, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Thanks so much for having me, and apologies for any of the background noise. Oh, well, that's fine. We're, we're live. We love it. And uh, we taxed you with uh, selecting some red wines for our listeners, which is a fun category. So, And you've, you've uh, done something neat. You've, you've selected them by price. So why don't we start with your favorite under $15 wine? Yeah, under 15. It's a tough category. You don't find a lot of wines at that price point that are really exciting. But there's one that always stands out for me. 
and that's the Connoisseur Reserva Especial Carmenere. It's got a blue, dark blue label. It's dollars $2 off right now at BC Liquor Stores. Um, mm. And the question for me, I just always wonder how Connoisseur does it. Is it able to produce wines of this quality uh, for this price? But it's, it's pretty serious Carmenere. They do have a Cabernet Sauvignon as well. But uh, yep. for my money, I would go with the Carmenere. Nice pick. I, I mean, I have visited them for many years and followed the whole Carmenere story when it used to be partly Merlot and partly Carmenere until they got that sorted out. But Connoisseur's done a lot of research into making Pinot Noir, and it always makes me think that they have a, a tender hand when it comes to winemaking. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. This is still in that kind of bold, full-bodied red category, but still with a freshness to it. There is that elegance. Uh, which you don't often see at this price point under $15. And there's just a really nice, delicate touch of oak as well. Yeah. Nice pick. Uh, okay, so under $20, uh, what have you got there? So under $20, i am going to go with uh, Chapoutier. It's the Belle Rush Cote de Rhone. Uh, it's eighteen ninety nine right now. It's $4 off on sale at government, government BC liquor stores. Uh, a blend of Grenache and Syrah. And for me, this is just a beautiful expression of Cote de Rhone from really one of the leading winemakers in the Rhone Valley. So I'd expect, uh, you know, dark fruits, spice, greek, uh, but just a serious wine for under $20. Yeah. Uh, well, $4 off right away, that that's a hell of a bargain. And, uh, well, Chapuche, of course, well-known for growing uh, uh, organically and biodynamically, uh, famous for their, their hermitage, but uh, he is a precision winemaker, somebody who really works hard on his wines, and uh, I think you've made a great pick here. Uh, how would you describe, like, if people know a bit about Syrah and Grenache in the Okanagan, how would this differ, do you think? Or would it? For me, it's a, I think it would differ, absolutely. For me, there's two things. Maybe the, the fruit's a little bit less in your face, a little bit more subtle and restrained. Yeah. Uh, but still, there's still lots of fruit in this bottle. Uh, but to me, the thing that really stands out is the savoriness, like lots of spice, lots of pepper, and lots of those uh, kind of Provencal herbal notes. Yeah, yeah. Good description. Nice wine. Uh, Chapuche, Belle Rouge, Cote de Rhone, 1899. Uh, you can stock up on that. You could back up the truck, actually. We like to say that. Our guest is Jeffrey Moss, Master of Wine and Principal Lithica Wine Marketing out of Penticton. And uh, he's in San Diego at the moment on his way to the Guadalupe Valley. Uh, I don't think a lot of people have gone there to uh, check out wine. It'll be interesting for you to have a look at uh, what's going on there in uh, in Mexico. Yeah, it's my first time. I have tried some Mexican wine. Uh, Maria, Maria Tinto is one example that to me is super exciting and shows that the potential of, of just what we're starting to see here in British Columbia. Yeah. Well, you know, for me, it's uh, you talk about Chile, you talk about Sonoma. Uh, these are all coastal Pacific uh, vineyard areas, and, and the Guadalupe Valley also is the same, uh, although it actually opens up to the Pacific. So it's got a lot of cool air coming up that uh, narrow chute into that valley, and that's I think that's why they're doing so well. All right, let's get back to your picks. Under $30. So under 30 and I'm actually pretty solid under 32 It's the Close to La Siete. 2018. Right now, it's twenty-five dollars forty-nine cents. That's four fifty off at the government yeah. BC liquor stores. Uh, so another great deal. This is from uh, Mendoza in Argentina. It's a Bordeaux blend by uh, Michelle Roland, famous winemaking consultant from Bordeaux. I think has a bit of a negative stereotype. One could say in producing, you know, these so-called parkerized wines, very big, mm-hmm. jammy, oaky. 
to me, this point, nothing like that at all. Certainly no. there's like very ripe, expressive fruit, but at the same time, savory. It's, there's a lot of cedar, floral notes with Melbeck leading the way, as you'd expect uh, from Mendoza. Yeah. Fantastic wine. Claude Lassette uh, references the seven uh, chateaux, Bordeaux chateaux, that were involved in the project. And Claude Lassette was a really bright marketing thing. I know you would appreciate this, Jeff. You probably know it, but they... Uh, Roland would select the the wines from all seven wineries to make the blend for this wine because they were so small they wanted a wine that they could sell around the world uh, to put uh, all that property on the map in the Yuko. And so Clos de la Siete is the wine, and they've been doing a great job almost from day one. Uh, Okay, under $50. I like the sound of this next wine. So I've gone uh, with two wines under $50, obviously heading into the holiday season. We're looking for special occasion wines, but that means you can still find value at those slightly higher price points as well. So the first I'm going to go with is the Robert Mondavi Napa Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, It's right now $49.99 at government BC liquor stores. Again, that's $3 off. To me, I just like this wine a lot. I think it's just a really classic expression of Napa Cabernet. And it's a wine that, in my mind, just keeps getting better and better vintage after vintage. Yeah. You know, people come and go and wineries come and go, but that Mondavi Cabernet Sauvignon, which is now, let's say, 19 plus, I'm going to say 34. So that's it's almost 50 years since Mondavi's been making this Cabernet Sauvignon in the Napa Valley. Just just a delicious wine. I see a little bit of uh, uh, savoriness in in what you like in red wines. This wine also has that sort of uh, a bit of that minty uh, eucalyptus savory character as well. Yeah, I guess that's a common thread. A common thread across these wines is they're on sale, great deals, but also they have this amazing freshness and savory quality to them. And I look for that in great Cabernet. To me, it's not just about opulent fruit, which you'll find in this bottle. But to me, I love that minty freshness, like you described. It just adds to the complexity and really lifts this wine to another level. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Jeff, we don't drink enough fortified wine in our lives. Uh, It's such a great product. I'm so happy to see that you've chosen one. Tell us about this wine. So the one I picked, I mean, there's a lot to pick from, uh, but I went with the Taylor Fladgate 10-year-old Tawny Port. Uh, I mean, Tawny Port, it's just a great thing to have on hand over the holiday season. It's a great way to end a meal. Great pairing with so many different desserts, whether it's, you know, traditional uh, Christmas uh, fruitcake. But... This is the benchmark, in my mind, when it comes to 10-year-old Tawny Port. It's $38.99 at government BC liquor stores, $3 off right now. It's just yep. exactly what you want in 10-year-old Tawny Port. Beautiful balance of fresh fruit, some mature notes from cask aging, just so complex. Uh, and I love the balance. Slightly drier in style as it comes for Tawny Port. It's still sweet, yep. though. So definitely, this is going to be something that you probably end a meal with. Yeah. And, uh, well, the thing is, is that, of course, it's spent uh, all this time in wood, so it's already oxidized. And one of the beautiful things about Tawny Port is you can open a bottle and uh, pour yourself an ounce or two and your guest and uh, keep the bottle uh, on the sideboard over the holidays. The wine will be just fine. Yeah, absolutely. There's no rush to finish a bottle. I mean, these are a little boozier, uh, 20% alcohol in most cases. And so definitely just have an ounce or two. Enjoy it on its own. Uh, and then savor it over the entire holiday season. Yeah. Uh, well, I know it's getting close to the holidays, Jeff, but we really appreciate you taking time out of your uh, travels today to talk to us about these red wines. 
and uh, I hope things go well uh, on your trip. And will you you be back in Penticton for uh, the holidays? I'll be back for the holidays, and uh, I look forward to reporting back, I suppose, on on what I (laughs) learned in Baja, California. Happy holidays, my friend. Thanks so much for checking in with us today. (laughs) Yeah, thanks again. Have a great holidays. You're welcome to that. That was Jeffrey Moss, Master of Wine, and is the principal at Lithica Wine Marketing out of Penticton, commenting on red wines for us today. We'll have all these up in our social media feed so you can uh, check them out as you go shopping over the weekend or over the next week or so. Folks, that's it for this week's show. A big thanks uh, to our production team, including our studio producer, Dwayne Bishop, our assignment producer, Sherry Caleb, and our director of operations, Stu Ferguson. I'm Anthony Gismondi. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and starting next Sunday, happy Hanukkah to all of our listeners. For all of us at the show, thanks for joining us. Enjoy your weekend and your week ahead. That's it for today's show. This is BC Food & Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi.